Good morning, guys. Tanner back here with the Redeemed Through the Blood of Christ podcast. Dear Lord, we just want to say thank you, Jesus, for giving us another day and just filling your presence this morning, God. We just ask you to just search our hearts and our minds, God, if there be any unclean thing with us today, God. We just ask you to just cleanse us and wash us as white as snow, Lord. We know that you died and rose again on the third day, Jesus, and you conquered death and hell in the grave, Lord. So that means whatever sin or anything that we are facing today, whether that would be temptation or a financial burden, God, we give it over all to you. Or whether that would be one of our children aren't serving you or one of our brothers or sisters or our own mom and dad or our grandparents would have stepped out of a relationship with you and is trying their own way, Lord, that we give them over to you because we know by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony we are made overcomers and we are overcomers over anything that we face. So that we know not through our might and power, but through the spirit of the living God vested inside of us. And through your blood, Jesus, they will be made new again. And we just ask you to make us new again. And give us the strength to endure these times and trials and tribulations. Okay, so today's podcast is going to be about living a changed life. And most people would say, okay, well, I'm living a changed life. I'm trying to better myself. I want to be able to make a New Year's resolution. I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to get a better degree. I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to start hanging out with my bad friends less and start hanging out with good friends. But if we look, it says in the Bible, there's none good but God. So we can't really focus on our works. The question is today, where's your relationship with Jesus Christ? Because we can't have a change, be changed over to a new man without Jesus Christ. We're going to go ahead and go to John three sixteen through 18 as we were talking about yesterday. But I just want to focus on that. We're also going to be in Ephesians chapter 4 today. We're going to read the whole chapter, so hopefully you'll stay with me. If not, hopefully somebody does, because I promise you, you'll want to stay until the end. Okay. Bear with me, I apologize. So we go to John three sixteen through 18. It says, For God so loved the world, that means everybody in it, that gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he had not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So what we do is when we focus on that, we're like, okay, well, we know his only Son is Jesus Christ. But what did Jesus do for us? Something that we didn't have to do. What he did for us was he came down in the flesh, God in the flesh, laid his life down. And literally, his own mom watched him as he was whipped. Back and forth more than 7,000 times and shed his blood, pain and agony, and got mocked so that we would have a way to heaven. And that's only through faith and trust and believing in Jesus Christ. Because he says, a little bit later in John, he tells one of his disciples, disciples says, I don't know the way. He says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. None can come to the Father by me. So if you want to know the way to live a changed life, it literally describes it in the Word of God. But you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, speak to me now, Lord Jesus God. What, what is the way that I'm supposed to live a changed life? And we try to find it through different ways. We try to go through our finances. We try to go back to school. 
But I'm going to tell you, not even the president himself can change life around. What man can do is temporal, but what God can do is eternal. And just knowing that, that no matter what problem we face, time is way too short for us to play games. We have to choose God or choose this world. And I promise you, you're going to want to choose God because he's about to pour his wrath out on the earth. And I don't want to be left behind in that. So we're going to go. It says the walk and service of a believer as in Christ. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. With all lowliness, meekness, and longsuffering, forbearing one another with, in love. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called in the one hope in your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended upon a high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He descended in the same that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things, and he gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, in other words, the trying of the saints and the teaching of them, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, not the body of Buddha, not the body of Muhammad, but the body of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Till we all know in the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. In other words, there are false prophets rising up. They are going to teach, even take stuff out of the Word of God and twist it for their own good. They say, if you live this way, you can get to heaven. Man by his own works, man's works are dead. It says without faith, works are dead. Which means if we do not put our faith in Jesus Christ, we can work all day long to get somewhere, but eventually we're going to end up falling. Our visions we can have happen. But when God gives you an eternal vision, for an example, to pray for somebody, that's eternal. We can't continue to keep playing these games we're not only playing with the game of our salvation, but we're playing with their salvation. None can be saved but through Christ. Because he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You want restoration in your marriage? Look to Jesus. There's power in his name. He has the power to heal. Jesus is healing. Jesus is salvation. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We are dead to sin, but through him we are raised to new life in Christ. So as we henceforth more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men in cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual Working in the measure of every part maketh increase of the one body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk. In the vanity of their mind. In other words, the brokenness of their mind. 
other things out in this world are going to lead you to brokenness. So that is why our mind and our heart has to be set on Jesus at all times. Having the understanding darkened is what he's talking about Gentiles. Their understanding is darkened. They don't understand more than what a man can understand. God's thoughts are higher than his thought, or your thoughts. And his ways are higher than our ways. Being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their heart. Who being past feeling have given themselves unto the lavishness to work all in cleanliness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye heard him and have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. In other words, put off covetousness out of your mouth. Do not cuss at somebody. Do not seek strife against somebody else. If you do, then he says, if you hold on to iniquity, you are not my child. You say I'm in you, but when you show the way you live your life shows through your fruit. You say you're a follower of God, then where are the fruits that you bear? Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, it's a daily walk. We have to ask Jesus to save us and renew our mind and our heart daily to stay upon Him in the heavenly places. That ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, do not seek strife against somebody else. Somebody does something to you, you are supposed to turn the other cheek. If you say, man, I dislike that person, that is hatred in God's eyes. You might as well murder that person because that's what you're doing. We're supposed to show the love of God no matter what as the followers of Christ. Be ye angry and sin not, let the sun not go down on your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. In other words, don't leave an open door. In other words, you put off that pornography, put off that drug addiction, that alcohol addiction, only through Jesus Christ and salvation through his blood cleansing us can we be truly set free. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption." Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with a malice. Be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So give your life and day to Jesus today. Life with Jesus is eternal. When you get to know him, your life starts to change. Something radical begins to happen. And what I mean by radical is you... Your old ways, you want to close down that door to your old ways. You want to shut down the alcohol addiction or the drug addiction. Everybody has been trying to find a way out of the drug addiction, the alcohol addiction, the abuse at home, the abusive relationships. We're trying to find a place and trying to fill that void that only Jesus Christ himself can fill. If you want to be truly set free, you have the church nowadays. You have the enemy that is trying to take pacifiers. And trying to pacify the church and shut them up. 
eventually. It may sound good in the moment, but we've allowed the world to come into the church. That is why you have people of the world not wanting to go to the church. Because we have allowed pornography to come into the church. We have allowed drug addiction to cloud our judgment. We have allowed, we have brought ourselves down to the level of the world. We are no better than one another. But through Christ, we should live like we are shown. Not by man, but through the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us if we are truly saved. So as of right now, we have worship songs that sound good, they feel good. We have a word from people that get up there and speak, and it sounds good and it feels good. But the question is, where are you going to be on Judgment Day? Is the Lord going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. Or welcome home, my good and faithful servant. That just plays back and forth in my mind, God. I know this person can't get me to heaven, so they're saying this one thing that sounds good. But I'm getting tired of that. He's saying the same thing over and over and over. She's saying the same thing over and over and over. We're just singing the songs. We're being moved by the word, but nothing's happening. And the question is for yourself today, is that you? I know that was me for a long time. But until I got that encounter with Jesus Christ for myself, and that encounter, I don't care if somebody says you can't go to a new level. The possibilities are endless with God. You want more of God? Today is the day that you ask. You say, Lord Jesus, I know you as my Lord and Savior. But God, I'm tired of the old. I want a fresh new fire today. I want a fresh new infilling. And I want a passion for you, God. I want to go after you, no matter the cost. Are we going to let the enemy continue to shut us up and shut us down? Are we going to stand up and fight? Eventually, the church is eager. They're going to get tired of the enemy trying to pacify you with a worship song. Or trying to pacify you with a word that sounds good. But if it's not driven by the Holy Spirit, then I don't want it. I want that encounter. I want that encounter with God for myself. I want that driving passion. The question is, are you going to let the enemy put you to sleep? Or are you going to stand up and say you are tired of being pushed around? And are you going to look to Jesus? And are you going to live your life like Jesus has called you to be? The man and woman that God has called you to be. It's not just about being saved and giving your life over to Him and getting to eternity. Because eventually, once saved, always saved is a crock of crap. I don't care who says it is. If they say once saved, always saved is the way... They are a false prophet and a liar. They are sent from the enemy. That is a false doctrine. But I'm telling you, that's why Jesus says it is a daily walk. We have to continue to keep pressing in and continue to go to him for an infilling. Because once we get that touch of the Holy Spirit, that's what we should be going with. People are separating the both of them. That's why churches are separating. Because we're allowing the flesh to be comfortable in the pew. As for me, I'm tired of being comfortable in my pew. I want to stand up and I want to shout the name of Jesus on the rooftops. I don't care if I get arrested. I don't care what happens. But now is the time for you to choose. Are you going to have life eternal with Jesus? Or are you going to bow down to this world and eventually have to answer for it for yourselves? So I'm going to end today with a prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for all that you are and all that you do, God. Thank you for your word today, God. Just help there be a new generation that rises up and has the burning passion 
that instead of worrying about what this world has to say in the false doctrine, Lord, that they would look to you, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. As we know, none can come to the Father but by you. And we praise you, Jesus, and I thank you, Lord. And if there's any unclean thing in our heart, we just ask you to just save us. Come into our heart, Lord. Cleanse us. We want to put off the old ways, Lord. We're sorry for living the way that we were living, Lord. We're sorry that we pushed you out of our life, but God, we don't want to do that anymore. We're asking you for a fresh encounter today. we got to have that encounter for ourselves, God. Give us a fresh infilling of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, I love you guys. Stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast.